We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It's Wednesday, y'all. That means it is time for the midweek rundown. Got a packed show for you guys today. This is going to be a fun show. At least I'm going to have fun on this show. I hope you all have fun, too. Going to cover a lot of different topics today. Going to start off with uh, talking about the Gearby Lambert commitment, break that down, kind of, you know, what I think of that commitment and and how it came to be and, and what he means to this Notre Dame class. Then I'm going to dive into sort of two aspects of the Ohio State matchup. Somebody yesterday sent me some graphic that somebody did uh, comparing the position breakdowns and who had the advantage, and it was kind of silly. I mean, Ohio State with the advantage of quarterback, and it was kind of silly. So I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll do one, and, and I'll try to actually give real analysis on this one and and not a homer take and, and go over, you know, what who has the advantage when you compare them in a way that really doesn't impact the game directly, you know, quarterback versus quarterback, running back, running back versus running back. Then I'm going to do a matchup breakdown that's going to dive more into, um, you know, how the game matches up, how it's going to actually be played. You know, Notre Dame run game versus Ohio State rush defense. Ohio State, you know, rush uh, game versus Notre Dame rush defense. Uh, break that down a little bit. And then at the end, the third section, kind of the fourth section, but I'm putting those two matchup things together. In the third section, I'm going to dive into, uh, take a look at, you know, really the Notre Dame players that have to step up in this game. If Notre Dame is going to win this game, uh, pull off what people believe to be an upset, you know, who are the guys that are going to be really need to kind of bring it on Saturday night? Who are going to have to be the playmakers? Who are going to have to be the guys uh, that, that really take things to that next level for Notre Dame. And we'll, we'll dive into that as well. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, really looking forward to this one. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, let's get into it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll kick things off today talking about the Gearby Lambert commitment for Notre Dame. This is one that's been a long time coming, but I, I know a lot of you had a lot of angst. We see it in the chat all the time. Uh, you know, what's the latest with Gearby? What's going on with Gearby? Now you don't have to answer that question anymore. Gearby Lambert is now a Notre Dame commit, and he's officially a Notre Dame commit. This was a big one for Notre Dame in a lot of ways. When you look at Gearby Lambert, uh, it's not just – I mean, it's not just that you landed an offensive lineman. You landed a position of need. Tackle was a big position of need. For Notre Dame this year, you landed one of the best tackles in the country in Gary Lambert, which we'll dive into. Uh, you also got a kid that, you know, to me, it's, it's, a, it's a statement win for Joe Rudolph to be able to, to get into that, which we'll, we'll talk about. But, you know, also it, it impacts Notre Dame from a ranking standpoint, which I know a lot of you guys – uh, some of you, I should say, put a lot of emphasis on when you when you look at the rankings. And so it, it impacted Notre Dame in a big way in that way as well. If you look at the on three rankings, which theirs are a little weird. They had Notre Dame, I believe, 14th yesterday coming into the day. And then when Gearby committed, it jumped them up to eighth. That was a pretty big jump up the rankings. Rivals, which is much higher on this Notre Dame class uh, than other than other people, which I think they're in this cycle, for example, they're probably more accurate on most of the kids in the class. Uh, it jumped Notre Dame up to fourth in their rankings. And so I, I, I had to I have to go back and look at the math again, because I thought it was going to bump them up a little higher, but maybe, maybe Florida got a kid yesterday in their class, but I'll have to look at that one here real quick. Uh, but, you know, Notre Dame goes out there and, and gets that pickup, which was big for here for him. And then I believe I haven't looked at two, four sevens rankings. I'll actually look at those right now. I've, I've honestly stopped really paying attention to two four sevens rankings in this class because they're just so off on so many players. But getting gear, we moved them up to seventh in the rankings, uh, allowed them to leap Tennessee uh, and uh, Oklahoma. I believe that that um, in L- I believe they were tenth coming into the week. Of course, that's the composite team rankings uh, for for two four seven, not actual two four seven rankings because they have Notre Dame a lot lower, as I said, because uh, it's a screwy. They have very screwed up rankings in this in this cycle as well. But anyway, this this gives Notre Dame a nice boost for people who care about such things. For for Gearby Lambert on the Irish Breakdown board, Gearby is a four and a half star player, which means he's a top fifty recruit. Uh, he is the also top fifty player according to On Three, who has him as the number twenty eight player in the country. He's just outside the top fifty according to Rivals and ESPN. He's a top sixty five on both of those. 247 is the only one that doesn't have him as a top 100 player, which shouldn't come as a surprise uh, to people in this process. 
Gearby is the number three ranked player in the offensive class for me right now on the Irish Breakdown board. Uh, he is, if you guys have not had a chance to see that today, I did I did an update um, on the front page at irishbreakdown.com. Actually, pull it up here real quick where I broke down the offensive class. I, every time that they get a player, I add to it. But uh, here, let me just pull this up here real fast. You guys can get a glimpse of it. Uh, so here we go. Let's go present, share screen, and there you go. So this is a one of our free content pieces at Irish Breakdown. Get rid of that little pasta thing that's going to make me hungry. So as you can see, that's the ranking of the Notre Dame offensive commits in this class. C.J. Carr still in my number one spot. Cam Williams is number two. I have not done regrades for the seniors or for this class up to this point in time. So this is basically what they were based off junior film. Uh, and so I will do regrades at, at uh, yeah, as we kind of get through this process and, and uh, let you guys know what I think. So he is the number three player right now, but uh, he is my number one player on the upside grade. So let me just pull up the upside grade here real fast, and I'll show you guys that one next. This is the ranking for the upside grade. And Gearby has the number one upside on the board. Cam Williams is number two, and CJ Carr is number three. So my my top four is really the same uh, upside and current grade. There's not a lot of difference. Uh, there was a lot more last year. Uh, the top four players are the same. They just move around a little bit. Kedron stays at four in both of them. Uh, he's close. Uh, I've really liked what I've seen from Kedron Young so far this year. But I just need to you know let the whole season play out and and let those things factor in before I really dive into you know, the the possibility of bumping his grades up at all. But right now, love Keedron Young. Y'all know that. He's been in that four spot. Uh, C.J. Carr, Cam Williams, Gearby Lambert round out my my top four from an upside ranking standpoint. And then when you just look at the overall class, uh, those three guys are my top four in the class period, or top three in the class period. Uh, the only player that I have in the top 50 uh, as a fi- top 50 national recruit uh, on the Irish breakdown board uh, on defense is Kingston Villamasa. So he's the only guy that that I have uh, rated as a top 150 player. I'm going to pull that up here real quick. Going to go get uh, pull up Inks, Kingston's uh, page. Just give me one second. I am pretty sure I have Kingston as a top 50 player. Commit profile. Give me one sec. Let me pull that up. So Kingston, it, I do have him as no, I have him as a top 100 guy. So I don't have Kingston graded out as a top 50 guy. I would assume he's going to be a top 50 guy after I regrade his senior film because he's been much more athletic this year. But I don't regrade senior film until the senior year's over. But just based off, and the reason I can't say it for sure is because my rankings are off of a point system. So every position group has eight different categories, and then however your points add up it fits into a range and that's how I determine, you know, four star, four and a half star, five star and all those type of things. So that's where he'll fit into that one. So uh, right now Kingston is a top hundred guy. He's just outside the top 50 range. I would assume when I regrade him, he'll be a top 150 guy as well, but it does confirm, as I said, that those three kids that I talked about, Cam Williams, uh, CJ Carr, Gibby Lambert are my top three players in this class. And it's really an excellent offensive class. And, And Notre Dame is, has really done well the last three years. You know, the 22 class had some misses in regard to offensive, I mean, you had, uh, excuse me, receiver depth, and and you lost some guys down the stretch at receiver. You didn't get a, a you know, you had a chance to maybe get a Drew Aller. You couldn't get that done. You did have a very good running back class, though. Love Jadarian Price. Tobias Merriweather obviously is already starting. Uh, the tight end class is already making an impact. Holden Stace, Eli Raritan will be back at some point in time, hopefully this year. 
So your sophomore class is already making a big impact, but you had some some misses. Then last year's sophomore class was another jump. You had Kenny Minch at quarterback. Jeremiah Love's a big-time player at running back. Excellent receiving class. Three of those guys are already making an impact with Jeremiah Love, J- Jaden Greathouse, and, and uh, Rico Flores. Talked to somebody you know, close to the program, was it two days ago, about Braylon James. And they're like, look, as long as he's patient, he's going to be fine because they love his talent. They're still very excited about Braylon. Obviously, Cooper Flanagan's already getting in the rotation. Injury has helped that, but Cooper's took it, taken advantage of it. And then, of course, a very, very strong offensive line class last year. Now you're following up with in another year where you get an even higher-graded quarterback, a great one-two punch at running back in Kedron Young and Aeneas Williams. Losing Isaiah Canyon stings a little bit, but I, I like Logan Saldate. I have him graded out as a top 250 player. I have uh, Micah Gilbert as a top 150 guy at receiver. And then, of course, I have Cam Williams as a top 50 guy. So another strong year wide receiver. Uh, obviously, Jack Larson's not quite in the same caliber as some of the tight ends they've landed in recent years, but still a good football player, brings a, a different element to the table. And now that you have Gearby Lambert, it really raises the, the the offensive line grade up. And, you know, like Peter Jones, like Anthony Knapp, they're not big-time prospects for me. Styles Prescott is one of those low-floor, high-ceiling guys right now. But you add a guy like Gearby Lambert, who's just an elite, elite talent, and it adds to that. So that's a little bit of the, the class impact aspect of Gearby Lambert and what he adds to the class. I want to talk a little bit about the backstory and, and really what he what he brings to the table for Notre Dame. The game Notre Dame fans have been waiting for all season is here as the Fighting Irish get ready to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if you're still looking for tickets to this titanic battle, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. So when you when you look at the backstory, this is an interesting one because I know a lot of you've been asking a lot of questions about Gearby over the last several months, and it's a it's a really interesting recruitment. And I had somebody ask me the other day. They said, you know, would Harry, would Harry Heastand have landed Gearby Lambert? And I said, I said yes, he would have. And he then asked, well, does that take away from the job that Joe Rudolph did to get Gearby Lambert? And I said, no, not at all. And so here's basically how the, the process played out. So Gearby was very high on Notre Dame early, as you all know. Notre Dame was his leader. I was told he contemplated committing you know, a long time ago. But, you know, just as we found out in this process, he, he just he didn't view the recruiting process maybe the same as a lot of other kids did. 
really liked Coach T. Stan, loved the the tradition at Notre Dame, and and he Notre Dame was going to get him when Coach E. Stan was here. Then when Coach E. Stan left, obviously that shook things up a little bit, and there was a, several weeks before a new offensive line coach was made, and during that 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 time, you had schools like Ohio State. Penn State, Boston College were able to kind of get involved with Gearby and draw his interest. And Ohio, uh, Penn State made a move on him, but there wasn't a, a ton of interest in, that, that I was told on Gearby's end on Penn State. The school that he liked was Ohio State. Now, if, if you guys remember, Gearby doesn't really do a lot of visits. And and I, he did make a visit to Ohio State, obviously, which was, which was big. And they made a move on Gearby. And there was a time where Ohio State was Notre Dame's biggest competition, but they were never – the leader for Gearby. That was Notre Dame the entire time because as soon as Joe Rudolph got hired, got on, you know, got into the film, started kind of going through the process of evaluating the board, he obviously got on Gearby very quickly as well. And over time was able to really build up a good relationship with Gearby, who always had interest in Notre Dame, you know, but once Coach Eastan left, it allowed other schools to pique his interest a little bit. And, and Coach Rudolph did a really nice job building that relationship. Chad Bowden did a really nice job building a relationship with him. You know, obviously Coach Park or Coach Gadouli, but really this comes down to Coach Rudolph really selling his vision for what Gearby could be at Notre Dame. And and that was a big part of it. So, yes, they would have got him if Coach Eastan was here, but that doesn't at all take away, in my opinion, the job that Coach Rudolph had to do once Coach Eastan left. It was almost like you're starting from scratch at that point in time, and he did a really nice job uh, building this relationship up and getting the job done. So you you, you give him credit for for getting this one done and getting Gearby in the class. Now, he he has not been a, a silent commit per se, but the reason we weren't stressed about it is because of, of I mean, Gearby has been telling Notre Dame for a long time, this is what he wanted. It, like I said, he just viewed the recruiting process a little different. And then finally was able to make it, get it done and, and make the decision. And so um, it, it's been some, it's been some fun stories, backstories and all that, but all of it, it just comes down to, this is a young man that, that understood what Notre Dame had to offer him. And he's a high, he's a kid who very, him and his family very much have interest in making sure he gets a great education. That's why he visited Harvard. Now he's got, he's the, the potential to, to get into Harvard speaks volumes about the kind of student he is. And at the end of the day, the opportunity to not only play or to go get a, an elite, truly elite education, but also the opportunity to, to play elite football, is what boiled down it boiled down to for Gabriel Lambert and and then of course the relationship with Coach Rudolph played a played a big part of that and that's how the kind of the backstory went as far as the class impact goes you know just kind of re- rehashing on that Notre Dame came into this class you know this is more specifically to the offensive line class impact Notre Dame came into this class really with a big needed offensive tackle the numbers overall on the offensive line weren't all that important. It wasn't so much a hey, you need five guys. They had they had signed five guys in twenty one. They signed five guys in twenty four or twenty two. Although one of them, Joey Tenona, who's a really good prospect's career ended really early because of an injury that has was not football related. Then they signed five more in twenty twenty three. So you come into the cycle and numbers aren't really a need. You haven't lost anyone from those classes other than Joey Tonona. So you have a lot of talented young players on campus. As you guys look at the Notre Dame depth chart, it's loaded with second-year players. And then, of course, I'm hearing great things about what we've seen already from, from Charles Jagasaw. The staff is very high on what they see from uh, from Sullivan Absher. Sam Pendleton's made an impact. And then there's a lot of people that have already talked about Joe Odding as a guy that's going to really provide depth early in his career and eventually have a shot to 
to push for a starting lineup. So there's a lot of potential there. But what Notre Dame didn't really have a lot of in the younger classes is a lot of pure tackles. You obviously have Emil Wagner in the 22 class. And then they, the staff looks at Charles Jagasaw and, and, and Sullivan Absher's guys that can play tackle, but they're more kind of right tackles, you know, those power players, the, the profile in that regard. And then there's always a chance that when you look at this class, the, the, the makeup of the line, there's always a chance that Charles Jagasaw's fastest path to getting on the field could end up being guard at some point in time. And same thing with Sullivan Absher. And there was really just a need for Notre Dame to go out and get a pure tackle and a guy that can play left tackle. Now, the interesting thing is Gearby doesn't play left tackle in high school. He plays right tackle for his high school team. But the tools are all there for him to be a big-time player. And when you look at Gearby, he's 6'7". 6'6", 6'7", is what he's listed as in freakishly long arms. You know, some of the – I won't say it, you know, what the number is, but because I don't have confirmation of it, but what I have been told about his arm length is just insane. It's it's like really silly length, and that's a lot where my my Ronnie Stanley comparison comes from for him. It's just the exceptional length, length, the foot quickness. He's a very agile athlete. He's not like a real explosive guy. Like wow, what a freaky athlete! But he's a very smooth, nimble athlete. Uh, changes direction with ease. He's a guy that gets out of his stance well. He's really explosive off the line, coming downhill in the run game. And as a senior, he's shown the ability to, to better use his hands, and, and he's got a nice natural punch, but the length is exceptional. And you know, as a sophomore and junior, he would let guys kind of get into his body like a lot of young offensive linemen do. But this, this as a senior in his first two games, I've played two games so far, you're seeing him really use his hands as weapons, and, and it's really been effective, and it's made him an even better prospect and very excited about it. But he's got a huge frame. You know, listed at 299, looks bigger than that. Uh, he's going to easily be 315, 320. I mean, he's going to be a big boy. And again, it's it's it can it's kind of you know I don't like doing the lazy the the lazy comparisons with Notre Dame commits that you got to always compare him to a Notre Dame player. But honestly, that's the best fit. I mean, I, I really look around college football the last ten years, and I don't know that there's a better comparison for him than Ronnie Stanley. You know, six six. It's going to be 320. He's nimble. Uh, he's got great length. The difference between Gearby and Ronnie Stanley is Gearby projects as a better run blocker than what Ronnie was in college. Ronnie was a really good pass blocker in college. Uh, didn't really become a good run blocker until the NFL. You know, I'm told he's become a good a run blocker in the NFL. He wasn't a great run blocker in college. He was just, he was good. He wasn't great. And and now Gearby obviously is going to have to be a little bit more consistent than Ronnie was. That was always the big frustration with Ronnie. He just was a, an inconsistent player as well. But when you look at the size, when you look at the length, when you look at the athleticism, you know, when you look at the style of play, there's a lot of similarities between Gearby and Ronnie Stanley. And that was the the comp that I used. And even though he's a right tackle in high school, he projects as a as a left tackle at the next level. I mean, he the only thing that could keep him from being a left tackle, in my opinion, is if he just can't play left handed. I mean, every other trade he has is special. I mean, long. And when I talk about height, that's one thing, right? Six, 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 seven, that's great. But it's the length I'm talking about is the arm length. He's got exceptionally long arms. The, the, he's got the feet. He's got the frame. There's nothing he lacks that makes me say, hey, this kid can't be a left tackle at the next level. And that was important. So getting that to the class was a really, really big pickup for Notre Dame. And so uh, just I love the pickup. I really do. I mean, it's – it was a bit anticlimactic, you know, because we knew it was going to happen over time. Uh, we've known it was going to happen for a while. But, you know, look, I'll be honest, the longer it went and he was just 
you know, just wasn't making the public commitment. You start to wonder, like, is there something else going on? And, you know, but he didn't schedule visits to Ohio State or Penn State or any of those schools. So he kind of felt like, yeah, it's going to be fine. And then, of course, got the word a few days ago that it was going to happen this week. And so uh, very excited about this. This is a really, really big pickup for Notre Dame. Needed this pickup, right? And, and so now you look at the offensive class and essentially, guys, they're done. I mean, there's there's no other quote unquote needs in the offensive class. If there's a, you know, maybe another receiver that wants to come, if Notre Dame continues to play well, you give him a look. You know, they're, obviously they're they're still working on trying to flip Carter Nelson. Don't really see that happening right now. We reached out to them to see if they were coming to the game this weekend. We were told they're going to be at, I believe, at Nebraska this weekend. Uh, be at that game, which is obviously where Carter is committed. So I'm not really holding my breath on that being a, a, an option for Notre Dame this week. He wants to be at the Nebraska-Louisiana Tech game instead of the Notre Dame-Ohio State game. I think that speaks volumes about his commitment to Nebraska, and good for him. You know, If that's where he wants to be, then 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 I respect that. So I, right now, they're pretty much done. And so now all the emphasis is going to be put on the 25 class. When you look at what's next, even with Gearby, you still have a need for for tackles in next year's class. Obviously, Owen Strebig's a, a big name on the board there uh, that they need to continue to close on. Rowan Burns, and more of an interior guy that's a high on the board. You know, now it's like try to go get a, a Josh Petty type of kid. You know, one of those really elite athletes. Maggie, Matty Augustine's a guy that the Notre Dame staff is very high on. So those are some guys uh, that that you continue to look at. Somebody just asked as far as 24 kids. Uh, somebody said about David Andrews. I'm talking about the offensive class. Defensive class is not done. They're still trying to flip a lot of kids. And Davis Andrews is not one of them because Davis Andrews is uncommitted. But I've been saying this for a while, Pete. Um, just Pete Weber, just to respond to you. Uh, Davis Andrews is a – I count as a 26 kid because he's going to go on a two-year mission. So I know he's he's a 24 kid. We like where Notre Dame is. He's is that with him. He's going to be on campus this weekend. Ryan will have more on that uh, on at Irish Breakdown. But at the same time, uh, this was about offensive class. They're done on the offensive class unless there's a receiver that wants to come. They're still trying to flip multiple defensive linemen. They're obviously still trying working on on uh, Caleb Beasley and some other guys. So defense staff is still working. Offensive staff right now, the focus is going to be on 2025. And, uh, and that's pretty much where they're going to be at here moving forward. 